Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Successful Woman's Mindset. My name is Galit Ventura Rosen. I am co-founder of Everyday Woman TV, a professional speaker, a business coach, and a commercial real estate broker. One of my favorite things to do on this show is showcase women that are making a difference in the world and their purpose and passion is in to empower others and especially women. My excitement today is I get to share with you this beautiful woman that really is a world traveler, and we'll be jumping into that too today, Lisa Heshaw. Welcome. Hi, so good to be here. Lisa, where are you joining us from today? From Los Angeles. Wonderful. I have not been back in a bit. I know that's where we first met. Yeah. And I've got to get back there. I'm excited because I'm planning a trip to San Diego in a few weeks. I can't stay away from the beach for too long. I'm one right. of those people. Yeah. Right. Live in the desert. Can't stay I away know, from the beach. I know. It's it's like so it's wonderful. And then when you're here, you're like, I got to go to the beach. Oh, I could do that tomorrow. So you never get there. <laughs> and then me, I'm specifically trying to go every month or two because the ocean is like my savior. Yes. So yes. it's just so funny how that works. I'm going to do my best to share a little bit about you. I know it's not nearly going to do you any justice. Mm. And I'd love for you to share more about yourself as we go through and talk today about your amazing book, as well as all the wonderful things that you're doing. So Lisa is a life coach, a speaker and an author. She just released her latest book, which we'll be jumping into in detail today, Soul Blazing, Transform Your Imposters into Superpowers and Live a More Purposeful, authentic life. Some of my favorite words are in that title. So we'll be talking about that soon. Lisa teaches workshops live on Zoom and on Zoom about how to befriend your imposters, those dark thoughts in your head. Know your story and soul blaze your way to abundance. She has traveled to over 60 countries, gaining wisdom from spiritual leaders and healers, from Bedouins in the mountain of Petra, to the Sufis in, is it Cappadocia? Cappadocia. Mm -hmm. Cappadocia. Oh, I love that. She's also the host of several Amazon shows, Soul Blazing with Lisa, Heisha, and Soul Blazing with Master Teachers. I have to tell you that I, first of all, love that you've immersed yourself in some of the stories I read about you and the experience you had with different cultures, different tribes, and things like that. And I love that you really took so much of what you learned and put it in your book. So thank you for sharing that with the world. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> well, let's jump right in. The first thing that stood out to me is Bedouins. I actually had the same type of experience uh, in overseas in Israel visiting a tribe and being able to stay with them. Nothing like yours. Yours was way more extensive. But would you share a little bit about that experience with us? Staying with Bedouins? Yes. It wasn't intentional. So my experience is different. I just got back from spending a month in Iraq. And then we were going to Jordan for a couple of days because it was a no-fly zone. So you had to drive from Iraq to Jordan. Okay. So we said, let's stay there for a couple of days, me and a girlfriend. And we went to Petra, you know, of course, because you have to see Petra. It's about a half hour from Amman. And we saw a guy there smoking a hookah pipe. And he seemed friendly. And whoever I had met, their name was Muhammad. So I said, Muhammad, how's it going? Just in a silly mood. And then he's like, do I know you? I'm like, you don't remember me? Because I'm like one of the only Americans there. And he's like, uh, no. And I started laughing. I said, oh, everyone's named Muhammad. So we started talking. Then he said, are you doing that? He said, I'm a guide. 
I said, great, let's go. And he goes, well, you know what? I'm going to take you on a special tour. We're like, okay. So he said, hang on. So he went to the store, did this and that, got a car, put us in his car and here's Petro. Then we're driving up this way. Okay. And I'm like, wait, but <laughs> people are there and right. they're becoming ants, you know, as you're going up. So he drove us like 40 minutes up this hill, then picked up three of his buddies. Then when I'm like, oh my God, this is Omar and this is this person. And we're like, oh my God, we're, we really got ourselves into a bind here. Then we start going, where are you going? Ah, don't talk to us. We'll, we're going to show you. So we got really scared. We thought we were being kidnapped. Of course. <laughs> like, what were we thinking? Okay. Okay. So you set the scene and I was already there with you. I was already in that car going 911. Oh, wait, there is no 911. <laughs> exactly. No cell phones. So no one knew where we were. No one even knew we were in Jordan. And he knew that. So we were scared. And then when we arrived there, um, there were about 50 people there. He has like 11 brothers and sisters. All of them had kids. His dad has five mm -hmm. wives. So all the wives were there. And then there was candles throughout a whole cave, you know, like stuck in there, lit up. And then there was um, big Turkish rugs everywhere. And then they were cooking um, pig and chicken and tomatoes and potatoes underground. And it was almost ready and it was like the best meal of my life. And I'm talking to these people. So I start soul blazing, right? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I've never soul blazed Bedouins. I want to know how did you get five wives and how do you wives accept each other? And how do all the kids get along? And just started asking them all these questions. And they were so open. They're like, okay, now tell me about you. Why are you traveling alone? Or why are you just with a girlfriend? Where's your husband? You're supposed right. to be. First thing is, where's your husband and your kids? And if not your husband or kids, where's your brother? Yes, yes. Go with you have to be with a male girl. Yes. And I'm like, oh no, this in America, we travel by ourselves. We travel with friends. We travel with family. It's whatever you want. Then he's like, I don't understand. I'm like, what is hard to understand? You know, then he said, oh, wait a minute. I get it. Baywatch, Baywatch, Pamela Anderson. She's oh on the God. beach by herself. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, what you guys know Baywatch? They're like, that's, they boot like, that's like one of the only shows. That's that such a fun experience. But you, the most amazing part of that story, aside from, oh my gosh, where are we going? Is you just went with it. And then at the end of the choice. day, yeah. right, right. But obviously we both know that it was meant to be, and it's exactly what you were supposed to do. But you also had these people that were just as curious about you as you were with them. Yes. And, that, and we don't realize that sometimes because we don't think we're that interesting, right? Lisa, we're not that interesting. No, they're, what? You're traveling by yourself? What? Do you know Pamela Anderson? They probably think you live next door to her. Because exactly. That's, and that's how all of us are. We're all jogging on the beach in our swimsuits. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I but would love after that was he kept us there for three days, would not let us leave. And all oh we had God. was a Pareo and a tank top. Okay. Flip-flops. And it was like 120 degrees. So you couldn't walk home. And he said, you have to stay in a cave here. So you understand who we are. Wow. So that was, you know, we said, no, we got to go home. We already have a hotel. Nope. So kept us there and they were kind, but it was a fascinating experience and now in retrospect I'm super happy we did that it was amazing waking up and you could see the moon right there and talk about soul blazer opening up to new ideas because soul blazing is really about being and not doing about it, relaxing your mind stop thinking and just you know let thoughts flow and that was a great master class in that and trust 
Oh, yes. Trusting the universe, trusting what should be. Obviously, I don't know that anybody else would have felt anything except for what you did, which was what the heck am I doing and where am I going and am I ever going to get out of this? But obviously, it was such a great experience and it was exactly where you were supposed to be. And I love that you ended that with exactly what the meaning of soul blazing was, because that's what I was going to ask you next. Yes. Was Let's talk to our listeners and our watchers a little bit more in depth about this soul blazing. And I, one of the things I loved on your title is, these are the words, obviously, imposters, superheroes, I'm sorry, imposters, superpowers, purposeful, authentic. And I said, what a beautiful cover. That's perfect. Yeah. By the way, I love your cover. You. I love that because it's so, it, you look at that cover and you see that, that blazing sun and you, just know the power of something like that. Yeah. And so when I look at a cover like that, I see power. Let's jump into this first and foremost, these imposters, because everybody typically immediately thinks of their favorite TV show where somebody's pretending somebody that they're not. What is it for you in this book that you cover regarding imposters and the meaning? Well, after working with hundreds of people, if not thousands, because I've been doing this since 2003, really since 2001, but seriously at 2003, because I graduated from psychology at 2001 for getting my master's. So I started seeing, I worked with, in Japan, with billionaires and fashion designers, because I modeled in Tokyo. So I started working with all these people. And then I started working with on movie sets. And after I got my degree, because I was acting and doing commercials before that, so I knew a lot of people. So they're saying, oh, come on the set and work with the difficult actors or whatever the stuff that's going on. So I started doing that. And then that grew. I started working on bigger shows, bigger shows. So I really have experienced so much with foster kids, with I don't know if you know this, after I went to Iraq, I went into the orphanage there and I started asking them questions because it was a war zone. And then and that, that led me on 50, a five-year journey to 15 countries working in orphanages. So I worked with all these orphans and all the people helping them, the parents, the this, the that. So then, you know, as you know, stayed with Bedouins, stayed with the Maasai tribe for two years, not two years at a time, but each year I took people on a trip there and with the Aborigines and shamans in Peru and did plant medicine. So all these experiences, I said, there's got to be these common denominators between people, you know, the rich, the poor, the privileged, the struggling, all this stuff. And I came up with seven imposters that really help define how people live their life. Like, and especially in Hollywood, it's like the seductor was so prominent. All the stories I got, oh, my life, can you help me? This is going on. And it's because they seduced someone or did something they didn't, that they have shame for to get parts or the people hired people, made them do things and their shame both ways or something stops them from loving themselves truly because of shame and guilt. Or you're a fixer and you sit there at Starbucks and this one person, she was like, oh, I'm at Starbucks and I was complaining to my friends about the Kardashians. They have no talent. And look at them. They're like ruling the world. And I'm like, okay, look at you sitting at Starbucks talking about somebody else. Yes. Do not know. You don't know how much hard work they put in. Grant, they had a mom that helped them, but they all are hard workers. And if you did the same thing, woke up in the morning, worked out, kept yourself looking great and applied yourself with something you love daily, you could 
be somebody who you could respect and love too, instead of spending your time talking about other people who are successful. Mm, so all these true. imposters have a positive and a negative. I call it your saboteur and your superpower. Okay. You know, there's the judge who's judging people. There is the egotist, you know, that I'm the best and I'll clobber anyone to get what I want. And there's the joker that throws people under the bus for a laugh to make themselves look better. And so all of these have a positive. So what I try to do with clients is I uh, equate them to a pit bull. If you train your pit bull to be super nice, but protective, it's there for you. If you don't, you know, the ones that have been beaten and trained to attack, those attack others or they attack you. They're the ones that jump the fence and go attack random people and stuff that you hear all these horror stories. So that's how your imposters are. I feel like they live on the stage of your brain. They're pulling your strings for you and you don't even know what you're going. God, I put my foot in the mouth or why did I share that? Or why did I do that when you're with people or you're too vulnerable or share too much or not enough or whatever it was where you're destroying relationships or and those are your imposters because they're so afraid. They're your wounded inner mm -hmm. child that never got to be seen and heard. And what do we all like to do is to be seen and heard and then accepted for who we are. But we don't accept ourselves. So creating this method, it's to get to your authentic soul. And as Gary Zukov said so beautifully in Seat of the Soul, when your personality is in alignment with your soul, that's where the juice is. That's where the magic happens. And that's your imposters, you know, is your personality and your soul is your authentic soul. And we all come in pure with this authentic soul. And slowly through life, we get hurt, we get challenged, you know, they were raped, they were beaten, they were abused, they were latchkey, they were whatever, something happened that started changing them. They started putting on masks to survive. Oh, I'm tough, you know, or I'm this, or I'm sexy, or I'm sexual, or I'm hot, or I'm whatever it is, I'm an intellect. Or, so let's judge everyone who's not, you know, I got all these degrees, whatever it is, you put on these masks to be accepted and loved. But what they do is they push people away from you because it's not authentic. So if you could authentically like take off the mask or use them, because you're in charge, use yes. them as a superpower. And mm -hmm. how can I use this to I'm feeling insecure about this meeting. Oh, I'm feeling insecure about meeting you and being on this show. Oh my God, what am I going to say? You go, okay, my egotist is really good at <laughs> promoting me and I am the best. Okay, let me put on that imposter. But then you're in charge and it's like, oh, hi, how's it going? I feel great. Where before it's like, oh my God, nerves. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, I, and I think it's such a common thing, this this book makes so much sense aside from all the experience you've had and your degrees yeah. and, and a lifetime of, of experiences in other cultures, but it can speak to any culture. It can speak to any person. I know that your book is, I, Lisa, would you say your book is just for anybody that wants to learn or do you think it's more targeted at a specific demographic? Well, I wrote it for where a sixth grader or a PhD could read it and it. get something from it. So, I love that. I, I actually absolutely love that. And yeah. of course, with the show being called The Successful Woman's Mindset, I tend to focus more on how it would impact women. And what I see with your book that I love so much is we absolutely come into this world so pure, so innocent. And then pretty much from the day we're born, all of our peers, all of our influences, all of our experiences, as you said, mold us and at times don't benefit us. And I love that you, one of the things you said so perfectly was we put on these masks 
out of fear. You mentioned a lot more than fear, but we put them out in fear and they really, we don't mean to, we put them on to protect ourselves. There's almost like this internal thing that says, don't show them your true person feelings. Don't speak out of turn. Don't share how you really yes. feel because of this fear. Yes. For those watching and listening, I know that they need to get to book the book, first of all. And I think it's at, is it soulblazing.com? Um, yeah, yes. Yeah, soulblazing.com. Yeah, Perfect. I just want to make sure there wasn't a the. Sometimes there's a the. Soulblazing.com. And I'm sure that they can get it on Amazon and everywhere as well. Yeah. And it also has a lot of tools and exercises in it. And like one of the tools is Let's soul. talk about that. That's exactly where I wanted to jump. You always know where I'm going next. Let's talk about a tool or something, because I want them to read the book and go through the journey, but give them something for those watching and listening that they can, okay, all right, great, Lisa, I'm aware that I am putting up these masks and I have brought out my imposter. What can I do? Well, there's an acronym I use, SOUL, S-O-U-L, SOUL blazing. Love so it. just stop when you're triggered, you know, just stop. You know, because most of us respond, react rather than respond. So stop, then observe what's your surroundings, what's going on, um, what just happened, you know, then understand what's the trigger, who said what, and really look at that. And then once you do that, you could speak from that place, from your authentic self, because now you're understanding and you're not just going, wait, what did you say? And oh, that's not true, whatever it is. And then you're liberated because now you know how to take a pause and respond instead of react. Sometimes just if you give yourself five seconds, you could just take a deep breath and you could go, okay, this isn't about me. And how can I give myself ruthless compassion? And you see things the way you are, not the way things are. So maybe you're not even hearing them properly or mm -hmm. taking in what they're trying to say. And a lot of people are not good communicators. So those are good Example. So tell me what S is for stop. Mm -hmm. O is for observe. Observe. Um, U is for understanding. Yeah. And L is for liberate. Perfect. That to me, if everybody listening and watching just wrote those four things down. And of course, my favorite out of all of them is the stop. Because could you yeah. imagine what different conversations we would be having and what a different world we would be living in if everyone just stopped before they reacted. Yeah. So that, that's my favorite out of all of them. The other ones are so important to the process, but just that stop and recognizing, wait, I'm going to react out of emotion. I'm not thinking. Yeah. And it's about, then once you understand who they are, then it's about, you know, I have a three tier class with 10 classes in each one. It's um, getting to know your authentic soul and your imposters. Then it goes into knowing your story and creating your legacy based on that. Then it's about soul blazing your way to abundance. So it's 30 classes that I do on wow. Zoom with different people. But it's about now I know my imposters. Which one are you? So go take the imposter quiz on soulblazing.com. Perfect. And find out which imposter is dominating your life. We usually have one dominant one, but a lot of them are just right there, ready to jump in or they do at times. But then it's about rewriting your story because your story isn't accurate. It's just how you see it. You're painting the canvas with your thoughts and memories that aren't 100%. You know, I have four sisters and all of us look at our childhood differently and we remember different things in a different way. So it's about 
writing your story. You're the author of your life and author really means authority. So you take the brush and go, oh, I don't like my story. Um, how can I change it? And you just sit there and go, I am, this is what I don't like. I'm going to cancel these people. <laughs> I'm going to create, I want to invite these type of people in my life. And this is what I want to do. And you sit on it. Then you create declarations of who you are. I'm a strong, confident woman who stands in my power. I live in a strong, sexy, healthy body. I attract creatives and artists that have things going on in their life. I am bonding and having spiritual experiences with myself and others. I attract, you know, beauty, peace and transformation in my life. Beautiful. I live my days with equally with, you know, rest, play, prayer, you know, so you just start going, this is who I am. Start inventing yourself. Marilyn Monroe did that. Arnold Schwarzenegger did that. Marilyn said she'd go out of her house as Norma Jean. Nobody would notice her. She'd go, okay, I'm uh, Marilyn. And she'd walk a certain way, talk a certain way. And then she's Marilyn as she'd get mobbed. It's just changing a few little things. So how are you walking? How are you standing? Who's the five closest people in your life? If you don't want to necessarily be them, put up pictures here in my office. I've got um, Pablo Picasso. I've got uh, Tracy Chapman, Angelina Jolie, Aubrey Hepburn, Tina Turner, you know, Maya Angelou, Oprah Winfrey, Herman Hess, Simone de Beauvoir, you know, all these great people that I love. So I'm looking at them. I'm with them five, six hours a day. Wow. Passages from their books. Cause I'm going, Oh, I want to take in their essence. This mm -hmm. quality I like from this one, this quality I like from that one. Then that becomes who you are. Then you start liking yourself more. You're starting erasing the things and you do radical self-forgiveness on yourself, make mm -hmm. amends with people and start shifting your behavior and your whole life will change because your yes. vibration changes. And then you're going to yes. start raising your vibration. You attract those at the same vibration as you. Yes, you do. All the bottom feeders aren't going to come to you and start destroying your life or attacking you. Or I love that you said time. that. I yeah. love that you said that. I, I think that sometimes people think, well, I've been this, this way for this long. I can't change. It's such a, it's such a, a lie that you tell yourselves. Yes. And that fear of, people around you stopping to talk to you or stopping to be your friend. But what they don't realize is it typically is a, a favor that they're doing them because yeah. they're choosing not to be. And it's so true when you hire your vibration, don't get me wrong. You still attract sometimes, but that's normal because they want to be like you and you just have to learn, okay, this one's not a good idea. This one's not a good idea and be aware of that and, and make sure that you know, the kind of people that you want to be around. And I love that you shared that story about the woman in the coffee shop, because I don't know people like that anymore. Yes. Um, and I, client or my yes, I don't know. That, like, Stop. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't even attract people like that. I don't even know people. And if somebody that I love starts because people are human you know what I say? I said, I'm sorry. I don't take part in drama and I don't take part in gossip. And it stops because Lisa, I remember when I was um, younger and my three kids were in school, they were all in private school and it was a very specific crowd and women wouldn't tell me the gossip because it would stop with me and it would bother them because I wouldn't continue it. So guess what happened? I stopped getting invited to things. I stopped getting told things and it was good for me. Yeah. Because it was not comfortable hearing people talk about other people. And they're like, Galit doesn't want to hear me talk about this person or that person. And I'm Please like, no, yeah. I don't <laughs> leave me out of it. 
I love everything that you shared today. And I know we could talk for three hours, so we'll have to have you back on again. I think you gave some great logical steps for those listening and watching that could immediately implement. What I will share with everybody, and I know Lisa will agree, is it only takes a choice and it only takes a desire to make one change and start with one change. And the, the domino effect is beautiful. Now, I'm not promising you that it won't turn your world upside down. Sometimes it will. But when you come out of it, meaning you start growing. And like I said, certain people are like, wait, she doesn't want to hear me gossip anymore. I have nothing to talk to her about. They're doing you a favor. They're doing you a favor, right, Lisa? They're doing you a favor. I would love for you to share with everybody where they can get your book, how they can get a hold of you to learn more about your classes and your speaking so they can get immersed into this soul blazing and overcoming a lot of this imposter and finding their superpowers. Yes, yes. You could change all your flaws into superpowers that you see as that. Yes. Um, Soulblazing.com. And I'd start with taking the imposter quiz. Then I have a webinar series that I did that's already pre-recorded that they could watch. And it tells it's like 10 minutes on each imposter and meditations and all that stuff, really great stuff and tools and exercises to start practicing. Then I have these Zoom classes and I, I constantly start new ones because everyone's out in different stages. And you could join a Zoom that I do weekly and I do privates. So everything's on the website and I'm on Instagram and LinkedIn, Facebook. I have Facebook. Under your name, Lisa? Uh-huh. Under, Perfect. yeah, under Lisa Haisha. Yes, Perfect. H-A-I-S-H-A. And it's written all for them? Is on the website. Yeah, they'll, well, they can see it right below you. And so that way they can just Google your name and they'll find your website. They'll yeah. find all of your social media. And please reach out to Lisa to learn more. If anything, purchase her book because that'll give you so much insight. And then you'll be like, I need to take one of her classes or I need to join one of her Zooms or I need to talk to her about my own imposter challenges. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to be careful. I'm like imposter challenges. I appreciate you. Opportunities. Opportunities <laughs> <on my family. laughs> We've all been there, guys. There isn't one of us that hasn't experienced it. If you say you haven't, you're not telling the truth. There's just Correct. some of us that have worked really hard to not experience it as much or anymore. Yeah, we still get it if we stop practicing. I have to do my morning routine. If you don't do a morning routine, your whole day goes a you know a wall. You have so to true. set your day and create your day. If you don't create your life, it's just you're gonna make a living, not create a masterpiece. So create your mornings. Otherwise, you slip back into all these negative traits because fear steps in. Yes, and things aren't working, then you get depressed. And then you're like, oh, I'm working so hard, not making money. Again, it goes back to your vibration. And people think, oh, I have to work so hard and network and do this and that. It's not about that. It's about changing your vibration. Things magically come to you. You'll meet the right people because you're in the right mindset. But do your morning routine. <laughs> oh, true. And everything that Lisa said is that domino effect from just choosing to do something different. Yeah. And then this follow through continues. And if you want to learn more about these processes, because a lot of times people don't know how to do these things. And, and that's why Lisa's out there doing her life's work, showing people how. So don't freak out if you're watching this and going, I want to change. I want my life to be the one that I desire, deserve, be my authentic self. 
reach out to Lisa and learn more about how she can show you how to do that. And all of this really ties back to the mindset because at the end of the day, this is what's happening here. And when you tell yourself and make a choice and have a desire to change in your mindset and you learn the tools that Lisa's teaching, now you can turn around anything. Guys, anything, anything. I don't want to hear it. Anything can be turned into something else. So thank you for Lisa for joining me. I appreciate you. you. Thank you, everybody, for joining me for another episode of The Successful Woman's Mindset. If you're watching on Everyday Women TV or you're listening on iTunes, we appreciate you. Please let us know your thoughts. Please let us know if there's anybody you would like to have on the show. And until next time, bye.